Hello everyone. Maybe the first one to welcome you to the very first episode of Let's Decompress. Now before we start, I might add that I am not a licensed psychologist. I am not a doctor. I am just a normal human being such as him or I, he or she. I'm just your regular human being walking the street and just filming a podcast who wants to hear everyone's lives out. Um, today I'm being joined by my friend Nickel. Hello, podcast world. Um, so we will be decompressing with Mr. Nickel today. And Mr. Nickel, what would you like to decompress with us today? I suppose a typical line of reasoning here would be your regrets, is it not, Mr. Jordan? My regrets? I thought <laughs> I thought we were talking about you. Oh yes, yes. Yours in like some kind of third person limited, I suppose. But yes, my regrets. <laughs> my regrets. Sorry, I'm drinking rum right now. Um, let's see, the biggest regret would very easily be my, I suppose, my entire childhood, which can be very easily summed up in my case, because I did not do anything in my childhood as it was, you know, I was a TV kid. I sat in front of the TV, bored out of my mind, and just watched SpongeBob reruns all day. For this, for this I can consequently quote SpongeBob rather well is sort of a strange skill and perhaps not all too bright of one but yes what else has childhood been like for you i must recall my life it's a bit difficult because nothing happened you see it's hard to recall something that never actually happened let's see here and hmm. well let's see i went to school i have a twin sister we both went to the same school to the same classes we all did, you know, the same things, I suppose. Though she went off to piano practice, and I elected not to because I was lazy and decided to sit on the couch for my entire life. You see. And then, let's see. In school, what did I do? Oh, yes, more of nothing. You know, during recess, I would uh, quite often just walk around and think to myself. For this reason, I have a very, very developed internal monologue. Oftentimes, I'm just alone, and I find myself just talking to myself in giant conversations. And I look up, and it's been like an hour and a half. Just a strange skill to have. Some might call it a blessing. For this reason, I can have very good imagination. So it's like if I read a book, sometimes I get scared because I, I, I like Mandela effect. I think I accidentally said it out loud, or like yelled something that a character in a book was saying, but I didn't just yelled in my head so it's like I guess that's cool to have I quite enjoy reading consequently that can in fact rotate a cow in my head that is always you know a good sign of imagination that's what Tumblr tells me as it was but yes but the reason I didn't do anything in my childhood I suppose is because my parents did not feel the need to force me into action and of course, it isn't until she blinked that, of course, it was entirely onto me as well for being a lazy piece of garbage. But the reason they did this was because they tried forcing my brother into all kinds of stuff. And he was very keen about the whole matter. I, mean, I know this one story that my, that my mom tells me. Uh, I was trying to get my brother to piano class, and they, uh, my dad had to drag him from out under his bed. Like physically, he was hiding under his bed and wow. he didn't want to go to piano class. But this is a story for my mom. My mom, I was, I'm not even sure if I existed at that time. Anyways, my dad pulls him 
Tobias' legs. Tobias' legs, I keep imagining Tobias' hands. It's been a while since I heard the story. But anyways, grabs him by one of his limbs and just phew, grabs him. Yeah. Anyways, he's taking his screaming all the way to the car. Eventually, my mom is just like, okay, okay, this is getting pretty ridiculous. How about we just, do you not want to go to piano practice? She's <laughs> like, you just dragged him. <laughs> Odd question to ask. The answer seems to be rather self evident. It's not. But yes, yeah, so after that, you know, you can't bit laxer. They stop forcing the kids into doing kinds of things. But then, you know, that is the problem as well. Because one, my brother is a very, I would, have to say, I would have to describe him as a unique person. Very bloody minded, perhaps one might say. Perhaps maybe the British might say. <laughs> but, sorry, I mean, we have British sayings. But, um, yes. Uh, wait, sorry, what were you about to say? Nothing. Oh, I'm, just, I'm here listening to you. Oh, this sorry. is interesting. You were like opening your mouth. No, uh, I'm just yawning. I was <laughs> letting out a little yawn. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, so consequently, uh, they had like, um, I don't know, because like they're immigrants, right? So they're trying to. Oh, actually, that's another. It's like other can of worms now. It's like. Okay, let me do like this part. Let me just say they're trying to raise like American kids. And so we're Indians, we're, we speak English, we're fluent in English. But it's like um, they're trying to raise American kids. And they were just like, okay, so maybe American children shouldn't be forced into piano practice or should, we shouldn't force them into anything. This is, of course, the land of self determination. So they should be left to determine themselves, perhaps. That's my line of reasoning for their thinking. I try to understand people's rationales as best as I can. Now, if you don't mind me asking, Nicole. Oh, yes. Would you do anything with your life differently if you had the option? Like, if you were to go back in time right now, would you tell yourself to do something? Tell myself, or would I be able to relive it again? You can, whichever you want to do. Like, if you relive it, would you try to do some more? Well, I imagine that anyone would answer that if they would do anything differently they might do everything differently but on the same vein i know that i probably would not because i am lazy you know just take my my life for example right now i have many opportunities just to go out i live in am i gonna dox myself i don't know well anyways <laughs> we live in a not in a in a in a place where there's lots of things to do lots of people to meet yeah, and we're not giving an actual location now. I don't need people yeah. coming over here and finding us and being like, hey, get on, give us a podcast. Give it to me. Well, yes. But it's like the fact of the matter is, I don't do anything. Quite often, I find myself sitting here in my high vessel, drinking, and just thinking to myself, you lazy piece of garbage. Here you are by yourself every night. Every night. All by yourself as is normal yet at the same time i knew if i was with people i would just be tired and wish i was alone so perhaps some people are not meant this was no but at the same time yes when you have children what's the plan if you don't mind me asking well i've always envisioned having a daughter for reasons i do not know but yes, and I always imagine myself far into the future. I imagine myself married with a daughter. And we, do you want her to do things or 
is it going to be up to her? Want her to do things? How do you mean? Like, do you want her to, like, get involved with school and she's going to school? Do you want her to go out for, like, academic clubs, sports clubs, sports and all? Oh, I see what you mean now. Well, I suppose when she's a child at the very young age, these formative times, I suppose that would have to. Uh, I suppose maybe I should use the word force. Maybe I should use the word encourage her, or perhaps enlist her into various activities. Because, you know, as a child, your parents might sign you up for, you know, as the example I just gave, piano practice. And you're not going to like it. If she doesn't like it, then it's just like, okay, I'll pull her out. But it's at the end of the day, like, you can't just rob her like I did. Yeah. You know, sort of like, that's sort of what everyone tells themselves. Just like the mistakes that you committed as a child are not going to be the same mistakes your child commits. That's at least what you tell yourself. Get into the inevitability that is exactly what ends up happening, such as the cycle as it was. But if I can so help it, uh, if I end up having a child, and yes, I'm going to try to get her to be active. But at the same time, this should require me to be active, not the piece of garbage as I am now. Of course, this <laughs> is in the far distance and heavily romanticized future where I get my stuff together. You got this, Nicole. I have faith in you. Right, right. Well, one step at a time. We need a lady first. One step at a time. What else is your life, Nicole? What else would you like to be impressed with tonight? Mm, I was still talking about childhood. That was the entire rant. It was just about my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, yes. Mm, What else did I do? I very specifically remember... um, because, you know, when you're in elementary school, you know, people tend to just send up invites to the entire class. Or just like, you know, I got a lot of invites or whatever. I don't know. I just said no to all of them. I don't know. Why did I do that? Strange. I asked myself, did I think it was cooler just to be mysterious and not do anything? Probably not. But, and I don't know. I, I, there's this very distinct memory in my head where it's just like, um, but my mom basically shows me all the invites that I had rejected, and I realized that I regret not going. And then sort of like I, I come to the understanding that I have in fact done nothing in my entire childhood. In high school, you know, I try to be a bit different. But in middle school, at least I joined a single club. But in, um, it wouldn't be until like the absolute end of high school that I tried just like going out and being very extroverted. I have to say I peaked during that time. It's funny, during graduation, everyone was dead the entire time, you know, just doing the needful clapping. But when I went up on stage, I was the last person. Everyone stood up. Really? Yeah. I, wait, which graduation? What do you mean? You said Senior, this? Uh, my high school. Everyone got up and clapped. Wow. Yeah, I didn't notice at first. Then I turned it because I was hugging all the teachers who were up there. Then I turned to the audience and I realized everyone's a lot of people are standing at the very minimum. And then it's like, and I I see the photographer. Then I try to hug the photographer. It was funny. (laughs) She tried to go for handshake, and I was like, no, no, hug, hug. So I hugged the photographer, and everyone started dying of laughter. Apparently, the most stoic teacher there. Apparently, she started crying of laughter. Yes, I did not. Yes, in like the very, like the 11th hour of high school, I apparently achieved great fame. So How? Was, what, what did you do something? Yes, as I said, I was actually out talking to people. Uh-huh. 
Man. So people just all of a sudden like, wow, he he does talk to people, and then all of a sudden, wow. standing animation ready after he graduates. This was a Catholic school, so um, we did this thing called, well, it's like you know, religious retreat. But one of the things you have to do is that um, we don't have to do it, but it's recommended. It'd be nice that you write letters to people who are on the retreat, telling them how great they are. And uh, like uh, the letters for me. Uh, general consensus was that I seemed like a real person, that I was not fake. At the time, I did not understand what this actually meant. Aren't all people real? <laughs> very corporeal. And it wasn't until college that I actually met an actual, honest to God, fake person. I was like, wow, you suck. Oh, God. That guy can burn in hell for all I care. But yes. It seems people thought I was a very genuine person and who had, had no real agenda other than to make sure everyone's having a good time. And I guess I was too. The world was white, it was very bright in those days. Uh, but afterwards, I don't know, I guess I just sort of gave up on everything. Just in freshman year, maybe. What was all of high school like for you, if you don't mind me asking? It's just a blur. This is the rest of my life. Uh, you know, high school, most of it, I just did the same thing. You know, go to school, come back, TV. Because I know high school is different for a lot of people. Some people have really bad anxiety during high school. Some people have really bad depression during high, high school. Everyone goes through different things during high school. No, nope, everyone takes high school differently. Like from when we first started as freshmen, a lot of us are really anxious when we're freshmen. Because, for example, if you're a freshman, if you're listening and you're a freshman, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious about getting into high school. It's, it's yeah, it's something to worry about because you're coming into a brighter, a bigger level with bigger kids and bigger people and more of a, how can you describe this, Nicole? A higher education than you thought. Well, you but, go from the microcosm yeah. of like middle school and elementary school, everything is just like cloistered by an incredibly strict schedule. At this point in your life, you're trying to transition to an adult. Yeah, you're, trans- you're basically, you're transitioning into an adult. But... Don't, don't feel like you can't do it. You got this. You, if we can do it, you can do it. Right. Well, you know me to be a very, what's the word now, stoic person. I do not generally feel, and in high school there was no exception. Yes, now I can't really say a time where I ever had anxiety over the future. Except of course when I was about to ask somebody out for a few seconds. But yes, no. As far as my life goes, the only anxiety I have is ending a homeless. Alright. But. In high school. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was just like the quiet guy in the corner. I didn't really do that much. And in senior year, I don't know what happened. I just really blossomed, I suppose. I kind of figured it out, but it meant to be alive for a short second. And then after I graduated, I don't know. So I fell apart after that. Went back to my old ways of not doing anything. Oh yeah, senior year of high school. What a time. Was quite a time. You were living you were living in a different state, weren't you? Yes. Yes. Should I dox myself? No. No, yes, but a different state. Far different weather. I don't think that counts as doxing, no. States are, we'll say we live in the United States. Yes, the states are large. That's not very specific. Well, we can say what, the Northwest? Because there's like several states in the Northwest. 
Okay. We can say the Northwest region. All right. We'll say that we live on the Western region of the United States, but we won't say exactly where we live. Sure, sure. But I think the audience is just about gathered in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't disclose his address to any of you. Right, right. The address is the key part of the city. Not so we'll give you his social security number, but we won't give his address. Right, right. Who's using social security? It will be destroyed in the next few years. <laughs> if you don't have social security cards, you don't exist, bud. Um, but yes, Nicole. Um, what else can I ask you about? How about college life? I know you're in college. This is true, I am in college. Freshman year, I tried continuing on, and it just felt like I just blast from the past back to freshman year of high school, back to not doing anything, not really engaging with anybody. I don't know, I really actually, because it's like, you know, the school I go to isn't a typical kind of college experience it just felt like i'm just wasting my life away here it wasn't until i moved to like to like a uh, apartment that was near an actual college and then i actually felt like I was an actual college student at the right age and that was the most fun time i've had in college just living there i do regret and sometimes i mean you know i like quiet like out here but there are some times that i regret moving out entirely and at the same time, I was never much of a partier anyways. What else is there about you, Nicole? What's an interesting fact about you that we can all know? Like, what, do, you have, do you have any secret talents? Secret talents? Not that they'll be able to see, but... I don't know. Um, I don't know. I like the past. I enjoy the past a lot. Especially prehistory. The long lost and forgotten past. You're a mechanical engineer major. Yes. Why don't you study history? I've always wondered why you don't become a history teacher. Uh, well, I'm also one who enjoys a stable job career. So it's like, if you become a historian, your options become quite limited unless you want to go into research. And become like a or like, like archaeologist and stuff like that? Yeah, if I want to go down the PhD route, that was also that was always an option. If I was going to go down the PhD route, I'd become a geologist because I like paleontology and things of that nature. What can you tell us about paleontology for people who don't know about it? Paleontology, the study of bones and like fossils of the long ages ago, and in, in the age of yore, all the way to the to the very first bacteria, to the algae, to the trilobite, and then moving up your ways to the lizard, the mammal, the dinosaurs. Now, if you were to dig up anything, like let's say you go to an excavation site, you dig up one thing, what is the one animal you've always wanted to dig up? The question. I feel like my interest in like specific portions of paleontology keeps shifting across the map. On the one hand, my, my, I would say, the place I'd love to specialize in would be in the age of mammals after the dinosaurs go extinct, specifically. I like, I like seeing rebirth. I think it's like, you know, he's, um, the concept that life persists no matter what happens. So like these major mass extinctions, most people are concerned about how everything died, but I'm very concerned about how things came back. And that's something we know very little about because one is like, um, there's very little that fossilizes in those little increments. Now, how did life come back after the asteroid hit Earth? Oh yeah, so everything over five kilograms dies. 
everything over like five kilograms dies, but you still have like a whole wealth of creatures below the size limit. You have the tiny burrowing mammals who are able to just survive underground. Underground, yes. And uh, you know, the effects of the meteorite, they only lasted for like a decade, maybe, a few decades perhaps. They didn't rage on for millions of years. I mean, it, it was like a cataclysmic event. This is an enormous meteor, but like at the same time, the Earth's system will prevail really quickly. This is the jewel to the system, I would say. Now, I was talking to a buddy of ours. We both know, um, know him. And I don't want to disclose his name until I start talking, until I bring him to the podcast, huh? Of course, yes. Yeah. Um, but he was talking, um, what was it, about, um, what's it called? He wants to go to the crater, like the original crater. Oh, you yeah. can, yes. And then, uh, I don't know if you saw on Instagram, they found a bird claw, like a bird like hand or whatever it was from prehistoric times from way back in that time, but it still had flesh on it. You mean like the moa bird? I think so. Probably it was a really, was... really tall, like orangish bird, but it was its foot and they literally, it still had flesh on it. And they, they are doing research on it to see if they can bring back this magnificent bird into some Oh yeah, I remember seeing this specimen. That's a moa bird that, that went extinct in historical times on the island of New Zealand with the, the oncoming of the indigenous Maori peoples. About the first millennium, I would have to say. Maybe early second millennium. I've quite forgotten. Now, what's your favorite part of history? Oh yeah, like ancient mammals, specifically so, like um, just after the asteroid hits, or maybe even like um, you heard of the the Great Dying or the Permian extinction, the time just after that when life was trying to come back. There's a documentary on fate on Facebook on a. Uh, YouTube, no, on Disney Plus, it's called um, Sink, Drain the Oceans. We're, um, we're not sponsored. So please don't, please don't copyright us. But um, they drain basically oceans with these technologies and stuff that you can use now. Oh yeah, digital imaging. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. What we can do with it. We have a. There's an episode where it's in this hole, where they're basically scanning this entire hole and then find out first human uh, humans like skulls and then of giant sloths and other animals and like these bones are just sitting there well-preserved yeah, yeah, yeah. in the cold Arctic water of just like a new ice age. Arctic water this near like Patagonia or something. Oh, there is a part of history I'd like to talk to you about while we yeah. still have some time. Yeah, sure. There was an ar- a thing called the Arctic Snow Cruiser. I don't know if you ever heard of this. I don't think so. It was a man-made machine that mechanical engineers such as yourself, I study technical engineering for oh, yeah. technical engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Was. And these technical like tech engineers and mechanical engineers built this craft, which was uh, called the Arctic Snow Cruiser, which it's was like an icebreaker. No, it was a, it was a, it moved. It was like it was, it was kind of a bus, and it moved on wheels. What? It went to Antarctica, but then got snowed in because they could. They ended up realizing, oh, we can't do anything with it, and it got snowed in, and they left it in Antarctica, and it's nowhere to be found since. And they think it fell off into a like off a glacier when like the ice when something fell off and it fell into the ocean. Yeah. I would like to watch that with you and like to hear your thoughts on that one of these days. Like even even it's even though it's not gonna be on the podcast. Like but, uh, yeah. about the Arctic cruiser. About, yeah, like, the, the, the Arctic cruiser. I'd like to hear your theories on it because there's kind of it's just talking about this craft of some man made and then all of a sudden just disappeared off the face of the earth. And, I mean, it's Antarctic. There's lots of chasms out there. It's like certainly like. I would be surprised if it didn't do that. Like, you're, well, where are they even going? They're trekking into the interior on a bus. Well, uh, like a rover. Uh, I'll, I'll show you it later. 
But this was way back then. This was not. This was way before our time. Around like the 20th century. Around. It's like before World War II. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. This but, was the Norwegian. Yeah, yeah, literally, they drove it for miles, halfway yeah. down the highway, for, and to I think they had a no. It started in California and had to make its way across the country and have to drive its entire way over there. And it's never, it only was meant for, the tires were meant for uh, snow, not for concrete. It's going from California and it drove down to DC. Panama, but to DC. All, to all the way to DC to ship out to go to Alaska, to Antarctica, I think. I don't remember the and exact details. It's lost details. in Antarctica? Huh? It's lost in Antarctica. Yeah, it, it, they just leave it there and it just mysteriously disappears. And no one's, and when they went back to recover it, it's gone. And the yeah. Ger- like, the war happened. And they think Germany took it over. Yeah, I mean, like they certainly weren't the only people who were active in Antarctica. But even then, it's like, it, it's Antarctica, and um, like chasms can open up. Like the glacier is certainly not like a. So it could it could have just fell into the ice and it's well, buried like, down in there like, somewhere. Could you not? It's not like it's certainly not impossible that the Earth literally opens up and just swallows the whole. Yeah. Closes. Yeah. It's so it's, there's a hole somewhere in Antarctica probably with the snow cruiser in there. I mean, like it could just be crushed by now under the glaciers because you yeah. swallow it to the chasm, gets crushed, and then the glacier moves again and it just slams it. Yeah, that's true. It's like, but yeah, um, we are down the five minutes left of this podcast, everybody. I'm sorry, we're decompressing. Yes, um, <laughs> we're decompressing. We're doing the best thing we can do for this podcast. Um, Nicola, do you think this has been a cool experience? Um, but yes um, I'm going to be doing this with one or two guests maybe each week or every two weeks or maybe two guests every week and we see where we go from there but um, we're going to be just talking for these last five minutes maybe two minutes in maybe a minute and a half in maybe the last 30 seconds we'll just do our closing um, and go from there and then I'll upload this and hopefully you guys like this if you guys do if you're friends with me on Instagram please let me know what you think um, if you have my number please text me and tell me what you think I'd love to hear your feedback I, feedback is the best thing you can use so that's a better way we can learn from this podcast what we can do better what we can learn from uh, what to improve on the sound I know sucks the sound is going to suck for a while until I can find mics cheap enough um, but I hope you can bear with us. We're not, not, you know, we're not in the best shape of doing a podcast in this quality of noise. But like I said, we are trying. We are, we're going to do our best. And Certainly very casual at the moment. Yeah. It's, it's not as upbeat as it usually is. We're keeping it. It's a, usually a casual. This is going to be a casual podcast. Let's keep this one casual. And then if we want to start another one, then we'll start another one. And that one will be our a wild and out and rated R. Oh yeah, we can actually say the big boy no-no words. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, we are down to 2720. Nickel, is there any final thoughts you'd like to leave us off with? Any final thoughts? Well, you have to give me a prompt first. Um, any advice? Give advice to a random advice. person out there. Any um, advice you'd give someone out there? I suppose we're talking about our regrets, but I suppose the greatest advice is going to be the cheesy line. You do miss 100% of the chances you do not get. I always thought, what do you mean? You always have time. But then, eventually come to the realization that you will be out of time. And then you will be left with nothing but regrets. 
You see, you will regret not doing something a hell of a lot more than you could ever regret doing something. Unless, of course, you risk hospitalization or jail time. I'll do it. But if you don't, check those off. I just won't do it. Yeah, I mean, like, the best things in life are probably going to cause you anxiety. That's, I always take that as a sign that I should do it. Now, how do you feel about decompressing with us today, Nicole? Does it help kind of like release some like tension off of you? Does it kind of help get some stuff out that you can like now talk about? And sure, it's, it's not getting, it's like getting off your chest. Like, you know, when you talk about something and you feel like that waiting chest on you and then you talk about something, it like lifts like a small boulder off you. I would say it is certainly a far different experience telling this in front of a person rather than telling it to myself alone when I drink a lot of rum. So it's, it's better to talk to somebody then. It's most certainly a lot better to talk to somebody, yes. So you guys, talk to somebody. If you need somebody, if you want to be on this podcast, text me. If you want to be on this podcast, let me know. I would love to have you. We can just talk about it. But we are coming down to our final minute. It is 29.05. Um, final thoughts. What can I say for a final thought? What can I give advice about? Um... What can I say? Can... You're the psychologist after all, Mr. Jordan. I'm, I'm studying psychology. Right. Yeah, I yeah. study psychology, and that's <laughs> why I'm doing this. Um, what can I give you guys? Hmm. Um, remember when you're walk. Remember when you're walking down the street. To the, to random people, you're just walking, but to you, you're moving mountains. Meaning, don't let anyone tell you different. So if you're walking down the street and someone says your shoes look ugly. Don't let it ruin your day. Just keep wearing your shoes because you like those shoes. It doesn't matter what they say. It's what you say. So with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed this and I hope you all had a good time. Goodbye, everyone.